This is After the Final Rose with Dante and Alana, a siblings podcast talking everything Bachelor and Bachelorette. Welcome back, Bachelor Nation. We have a new episode of After the Final Rose, a siblings podcast with Alana Furco and Dante, my co-host. Um, we are so excited to record. We got a new season, a new Bachelor, brand new to Bachelor Nation, Bachelor season. Uh, we are so excited. We, you know, Monday night, we got to learn more about Matt James, and I definitely was impressed um, meeting him for the first time. Yeah, I definitely was as well. I was a little skeptical, you know, picking somebody who's never been on a season before. Yeah because they don't really know what it's like at all. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think as the season goes on, I'll warm up to him a little bit. But so far, like, he seems like a class act. And, like, he is there for the right reasons. And, you know, he wants to find his love at the end of this. Yeah, I actually was – I feel like we talked a couple times on past episodes that, like, I wasn't really sure how I felt about Matt because we got so attached to the other guys from Tasha's season. And usually yeah. we get a guy from him – from her season, but I am actually happy because you can tell that he is so nervous. He is new to this. Like he's not here to continue his fame. Like you, I don't know. I just really got a good vibe from him on the first night. Um, but can we just talk about when they opened this episode, they started with a clip and I thought that I missed like the first 20 minutes and That's I was on podcast that have said the same thing. They were like, wait, did Bachelor just mess up? And they started by showing Kit's entrance, which we'll talk about later. And I was like, this is so stupid to open it this way because so many people are probably really confused right now. But anyways, um, Matt James is in a way better location than Claire was. Um, mm-hmm. It was like a full on upgrade. And I saw so many memes about it. It was, I was, honestly, I, I don't care, but I was just like, wow, Claire must be like, and Tate, well, Tasha didn't have any choice, but Claire must be like, all right, well, I got like the short end of the stick. Yeah, I, I, I assume it was kind of like a, la- not a last minute scramble, but like they had more time to figure out like a location format season. Uh, yeah, and we- if you think. Oh, I was just going to say, if you think about where, when they recorded, it probably was at the part where we saw numbers finally going down and more businesses were opening. So they probably were able to do more than Claire was because Claire's was like at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we get to know Matt. And if you don't know him, he's a real estate, bro- real estate broker from New York City. And he's very involved in like charity. We've seen in the mm-hmm. past, like on his Instagram with Tyler Cameron, from Hannah's season that they do a lot of charity work yeah and so I mean that's huge for him like he's very involved in the community seems like a great guy and uh we do also get some insight on his background like yeah uh, which we don't know I mean we don't know anything about yeah like his family life uh his parents are divorced Uh, I believe he said his dad left like before he could even remember yeah, and his mom is obviously still around, and he's very she's very part of his life. And his dad was black, and his mom is white, so they have like a mixed household. Which yeah, he talks I, a lot about about uh, he talks a lot about the interracial relationship. And yeah. All that. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, he is our first male bachelor of color. And then I could be wrong, but I think he's our first bachelor that didn't come from a previous season. Like we've pulled, like, I don't mean from the season right before, but I mean, in general, like he's not from a really old season, like Ari or Nick or pulled from just like, he's really has no, right. Yeah. Other than, other than the first bachelor. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, but I love that we got to meet his mom because like we said, we've never seen a hometown from him or anything before. So Mm -hmm. his mom, when I saw her, I was like, okay, this is why he's so tall. Cause his mom was so tall, but it was cute. And I liked their little conversation together. Um, you know, he talks about, he's another religious, very religious contestant or bachelor mm-hmm. we saw it with Tasha. she was very into her religion he's uh, very much as well and um I thought it was interesting that you know after we got to know him and him and Chris have hit their moment Chris is like all right you ready to meet all the girls they're coming out of the limo and he was like no I'm not ready like can we can we have a moment can we sit down like I'm new to this and I actually really liked that because you could just tell he was so nervous which he should be. He's never, he's never done anything like this before. Um, but it was, you know, we don't see a lot of, uh, conversation about race. We saw some in Tasha season. Um, but now that, you know, we're in 2021, this is a big topic. And I like that he addressed the situation with Chris that he was like, you know, I feel like everyone expects me to end up with someone of color. And he's like, am I going to let people down if I choose a girl who is white or has no, um, you know, mixed Mm -hmm. background, anything. He was like, I'm used to my mom being white and my dad is black. And I lived in an interracial household. And he was like, and I'm okay with interracial um, relationship, but am I letting people down if I don't choose a girl of color? And then he also, you know, addresses like he's, he is, I forgot what he said. He's not vulnerable or he like has a hard time being vulnerable. So he was mm-hmm. nervous about finding love. And I like that we saw that because you don't really see that kind of conversation before yeah. the premiere. Yeah, I, I definitely, I guess not surprised, but uh, I didn't expect it, but I did like it. You know, they had a good conversation. I'm sure sort of something similar to that happens every season, but it's not one on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did like that. And he, he is so new to this. Yeah. And he has no clue what to expect in like how this is all going to go. But he did mention, he was like, I think that's a good thing because he's doing this all for the first time with them. Yeah. But I, I also feel like what's tough is like, he doesn't know what it's like to be in their shoes. So like, he doesn't know what they're that's going true. through. Like every season, like we hear the Bachelor, Bachelorette, they're like, I've been where you are before and I know Right, it's they're tough. more sympathetic too. Yeah, but I do like the approach he took that like he, he is going to do the whole thing with them. This is all new yeah. to him. It's all new to the girls. And I guess we'll see how that goes in terms of forming relationships. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's get to the good part of the limo and meeting all the girls that come out of the limo. Um, do you want to, you want to start? Or you want me to start? You can start. <laughs> okay. Um, so first we have Brie, which um, Brie, I thought was stunning. 
her limo entrance, which actually a lot of these girls' limo entrances aren't that like special. I don't think mm-hmm. there were a couple that brought props and stuff, which we'll talk about, but they're actually, I think, were like less props and jokes and stuff than usual. Um, I actually I won't tell who my who I think are front runners. Yeah, I'll wait till the end. Um, but I really like Brie. Um, Rachel was next too. When she walked out of the limo, I also was like, okay, she's stunning. I got a really good vibe from her. Um, I think she'll go far. Um, Mm -hmm. and then Sarah, I really also loved her good vibes. All these girls are beautiful. They're all very diverse. Um, there are a couple that a lot of people are saying look like similar girls from past, but I do think that there are um, a wide variety and they're all like stunning. I do think, well, I, I definitely do think this is sort of a younger group that mm-hmm. obviously we saw, obviously last season was picked, well, the bachelorette was picked in terms of the age of Claire, right. but there are a lot of 24 year olds, 24, mm-hmm. 23 We even have a 21 year old. Yeah. In this group. Yeah. So I'm definitely curious to see how that goes because Matt James is 29. Yeah, 29. So to have a young group like that, I don't yeah. know how you, that will go. Speaking of his age, you know what? This is a sidetrack, but what they didn't discuss at all was that he was supposed to be on Claire's season. Like, he's not completely yeah, he, irrelevant. I think, I think he mentioned it to Chris. He was like, I was supposed to be in uh, the, that position, but then things changed. Right. But also uh, on that, they all, I don't know, I guess I liked it because they made it about Matt, but they also didn't mention uh, Tyler at all. Yep, that too. But I, which I think that he kind of deserves credit because if it wasn't for Tyler, he would not be on the show. But I think right. that maybe they did that. So they didn't want everyone to go into it like, oh, this is all about Tyler, all about Tyler. And Tyler's not even on the episode. I'm sure he'll make it up. Like he'll come oh, in for an episode for sure. Oh, I'm sure. Definitely. And like help with a date or something. Mm. um yeah well I was gonna say back to the limos because we got a little off track uh you touched on Brie Rachel and I think you touched on Sarah yeah uh but Abigail I think she was one of the most powerful uh women in the first episode she talked about how she was born deaf and uh as she grew up she got a not exactly what we call it but a hearing uh like an uh an implant or something right is that mm-hmm. what you're talking about? yeah which which helps her here mm-hmm. so i i thought that whole moment was cute and you know she opened up quick yeah like i expect because you talked about in the intros i expected her to wait a little bit maybe like the first date or a few nights in but she did it right away and mm-hmm. that definitely uh sparked a like a, a quick uh connection between the two yeah, I was a little nervous. I was a little nervous for her because Bachelor has been known as a show that has a box and all these girls fall into this box. They're skinny, they're pretty, they're, you know, no disabilities, no minorities, all that stuff. And now they're starting to mm-hmm. branch out. And I was a little nervous for her. Like, um, will she like will she do well? Will Matt send her home right away? Because, you know, she has a disability, but he totally like took it in and Mm-hmm. I don't think he even saw the disability. It seemed like to me, like he, he saw her and not her disability. And I saw someone mention it on Twitter, but she is the first uh, 
deaf person to ever come on the franchise. That's okay. That's what I thought. Which is uh, amazing that yeah, uh, you know they're they're starting to move in the franchise started moving to a direction where, like you said, like they're going outside the norm. Yeah, which is like no. Let's be real, like nobody is the norm. Yeah. So like it's 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 definitely making the franchise stronger. For sure. Yeah, and brings just more content and like mm-hmm. more relatable stuff to um, show. But yeah, limo entrances were quick. Um, I'll let you keep going since I cut you off. Well, I we touched on Abigail, but uh, another one that I know you liked was Kristen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember exact. I don't think she had a big entrance. No, I just think I got good vibes from her. Yeah, and she was the she was an attorney, mm-hmm. uh, so you know she's da- she's all business. Oh. I know I got advice from her. If you saw, it was going on social media for a couple of days pre, but some girl tweeted that she was at an alumni event for college with Kristen and Kristen decided to ride a train or bus, whatever it was, um, all the way past her destination and stayed with this girl on the bus because she knew that the guy was trying to cheat on his wife with her. And so she was like, so this girl deserves to go far. Like they tweeted about something like, yeah. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, So I think that's why I liked her going into it. Cause I was like, okay, she's clearly like a good human being. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was definitely well-spoken as well. Mm -hmm. And then I I wasn't catching great vibes from, I don't know if it's Mary or Mari. I thought it was Mari and I've heard Mary too. I think it's Mari. Yeah, I'm not sure, but she's 24. Uh, she's a marketing director. As the episode went on, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't getting good vibes from her. Um, yeah, I don't know, but she does seem like the person that will be kept around because maybe she stirs up drama. Yeah, I think she'll she'll be in drama for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna, I did not like her intro video that they showed. I thought she sounded. I think she kept saying like literally, or she just talked really like, I don't know how to explain it. She reminded me of Crystal. Like I couldn't stand listening to her. Oh yeah. Then when she came out of the limo, it was like, she was normal and she seemed fine. She had the survival kit, which I thought was really cute. Oh yes. Um, so then I changed opinions on her, but my first opinion was like, I did not like her at all. Um, loved Kayla. She showed up in a pickup truck which was so cute. Oh, and yeah. I'm pretty sure that Matt James is from North Carolina or South Carolina, yep. whichever, where she's from. Yeah. And so she was like, I want to bring some home to you. Um, and that was really cute. I liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. And you could tell he did as well. Um, and then Sydney. Okay. She didn't have a memorable entrance, but then when she fell, I was cracking up because she was like, um, what did she made a joke out of it? Like, she was like, I'm tripping over you or something. And I was like, oh, okay, that was sly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think um, we got a lot from Sydney in the first episode. No. Um, I don't, I, I don't think I can make a prediction yet yeah. on her. We, did, we just didn't get enough. But then there was uh, Alana. Yep. I think that's her name, Alana. Um, she made a bold entrance by kissing Matt 
and yeah. we we see it like every few seasons somebody kisses on the first uh, night on their on their entrance i'm not a huge fan of it but it is definitely bold of her yeah and sh- you're immediately causing gonna cause drama or like oh. someone's gonna call you out on it but i just want to say she spells her name with one n and i spell mine with two and two n's is better so um let's just remember that <laughs> Uh, but yes definitely drama I can see from her yeah and then which it was definitely I would say the most interesting one of the most interesting and bold uh entrances was Kylie's uh Mm -hmm. she showed up in lingerie half naked with a rack and she was like I don't know what your taste is Matt so I want you to pick out uh my dress my her, her yeah her dress and so he did uh but it was just a like that the and the the girls all saw it from the window yeah. that is a way to piss everybody off yeah but also be mem- like i mean he definitely is gonna remember you it was mm-hmm. an entrance for sure i mean she had a good body so why not flaunt it but like I, you couldn't pay me enough to do that like you're on national television just walking up and lingerie and it definitely you're going to get judged by those girls for Uh sure yeah definitely um corinne came out of the limo she was another one that i just like i don't know i didn't get any good vibes from her or anything was she the one that came in the football uniform oh maybe i don't remember yeah i don't remember either i know somebody (laughs) came in a football uniform I think she might have been with the I want to be your number one fan or something. Uh, oh, yes. So that would have been the football. I think that was her. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't um, a big fan. Yeah. I Yeah. She reminded me kind of like Mar- uh, Mari. I was just like, I just don't see this girl lasting long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kit came out of the limo, which I hated her entrance. She showed up in a Bentley. And I was like, all right. This is another girl who's bold and will probably be in, on a two-on-one this season or something. Oh, 100%. Um, hated her entrance. But her mom, which I found out afterwards, is a very famous fashion designer, mm-hmm. Cynthia Rowley. And so she's, like, actually very relevant. She has so many followers. Her and her mom have, like, a famous podcast. Like, <laughs> and she's only 21, which is kind of crazy to me. Um that's young like I was in college at 21 you're you're all you're 21 this year like that's weird yeah yeah I I I'm just not a big fan of going uh that young in terms of who they're picking I think they should cut it or only let people over like 22 years old because I think 23 you're starting to get to that appropriate age you're out like college all, yeah but like also Matt's 29 yeah. Like he's 29 and you're setting him up with a kid that's in college. Yeah. Like I, I'd still yeah. consider that a kid. Yeah. Like no, for sure. And she, I she feel- became an instant meme on Twitter because of her clothes, like her outfit. Everybody was like, that just as a, as a fashion designer's it kid. It was awful. Why are you wearing that? Like it that's something you show horrible. up to like your high school, like formal in. Like it was horrible. It probably was a very expensive dress and shoes. Oh, I'm sure. But they were ugly. So I was actually reading somewhere that, I I think Chris Harrison might've tweeted it. I forget. But Kit, before coming on to the show, 
she sent like five, eight boxes full of clothes to the mansion. Oh, I'm sure. Like dresses, everything, the whole shebang. And that's what she showed up with on the first night? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All right, we have two more people that we that I think are mm. mentionable. Um, Katie, she's the one who they showed her, and what we talked about in the beginning, she sh- they showed her entrance. She shows mm. up with a vibrator, and it was, okay, the joke was funny. I thought it was funny. But then the girl was carrying it around all night, and it was like when someone tells a joke, and then they just, like, keep telling the joke over and over and because over again. Because they, they do don't it was funny. It. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, it would, you would have looked so much better if you just like let it go after you got inside, but she would not stop. And I was like, mm-hmm. you're, this is annoying. I, I, I can't listen to you anymore. <laughs> and I definitely, I, I want to know, like get to know who she really is. Cause I think she's like one of the prettiest girls in the house. Mm-hmm. And, but if she's like annoying, like how she was in the first episode, I don't yeah. know if I'll be rooting for her this season, um, but is she I, actually? Uh, I think she was young. Oh, no, really? Twenty nine. Yep. All these girls are marketing managers. Are marketing? Yeah. They're all marketing. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, and like coordinators, marketing directors, um, social media, graphic design. They're like all. Oh my God, all communications majors. Right, literally. Um, and then the last last one is Victoria. And I went into it seeing like all the pre-pictures when they announced the girls and everything. And I already knew she was gonna be trouble because she was putting down as her job that she was a queen. So I was like, this girl is gonna be so annoying. And then she gets out of the limo and does her little skit. And I was like, okay, it would have been cute if again, she dropped it after that. Like the whole, I'm your queen, you're my king. Okay. But then she Mm -hmm. gets inside and she's like going around telling herself a queen to everyone and wouldn't Mm -hmm. drop it. And it was, I guess, giving me flashbacks to when Demi was on Colton season because she used the queen expression, not as annoyingly as Victoria, but I I feel like Victoria 100% took that from, uh, Demi even Demi tweeted it she was like you are not the queen and you cannot steal that from me uh so maybe she thought if Demi can go far with it she can but instantly I was not a fan of Victoria and I was extremely cringed by everything she did yeah oh yeah throughout the night I mean every time she talked she just always it was like she was purposely trying to stir the pot all night and like wanted Mm -hmm. attention and the cameras on her so I think yeah. she's going to be trouble throughout the season. I think she'll go far, but I think she will be like definitely a two-on-one date with someone who like oh, she's sure. going to piss off. <laughs> definitely. And we we met all of the girls and it transitions into the cocktail party and something we have never, or at least I don't think so, I've not, seen I done before is what Matt did when he entered the room. He asked all the ladies to like bow their head and say a prayer. And I did, I thought this was amazing of Matt. Yeah. And then I started thinking from a production standpoint and from a uh, network standpoint, can you do that? I was wondering the same thing because I think that they can do it, but I think 
Like I was thinking of all the girls who aren't religious that are probably mm-hmm. now like, shit, I have to be religious for him to like me because there are some people that get offended. Like we live in a world oh, yeah. where a lot of schools don't do the pledge of allegiance anymore because it says God in it. So I was actually wondering the same thing, but clearly they're able to, because I mean, they, they aired it. Um, yeah. And I didn't see any type of backlash on it in the past. They may not have been able to do that, like in the early 2000s of Bachelor. Mm. But um, yeah, that was like, I loved it and I praise it, but I do think it's risky. Religion's always risky. Mm -hmm. And especially- There's there's definitely some girls in the house that aren't like, they aren't a part of that religion and they Mm -hmm. don't like, I guess not support it, but like, they're just not accustomed to it. And then may I ask them to say prayer? But I guess then again, you can say a prayer without directing it to a single religion. Yeah, yeah. But I, I definitely thought that was interesting. And it was also powerful. And it definitely went a long way with the girls because mm-hmm. we saw Rachel, she was starting to tear up. And I think you could definitely tell in that moment that like she, I, I guess it's like, re- yeah, yeah. And she's real and she definitely supports or like, is a person of the church yeah and so you well, know she that was a long way one of the girls was like wait why are you crying are you re- are you really religious and i think she was like i'm not super religious but it just like touched me which there are people out there mm-hmm. like i i'm not super like i don't go to church often and i'm not super religious but i think i would feel the same way in that kind of position where like i still have a religion and i still pray and i still do all that and she's probably in the same boat where she's like I it's not my everyday life but it affected her clearly um but when we move into the cocktail party I don't really think that many girls were um it felt very fast like we didn't get a lot of conversations with them I feel like we got more of the girls talking to each other Mm -hmm. yeah Um, yeah I definitely think so as well we did see uh back to Rachel that she did talk to Matt about that, that how like powerful that was and how real that was to her. But like you said, we we get a lot of conversation between the girls. And one of those girls was Victoria because she continues Mm -hmm. to like spew on about how she's the queen and everything. And then she goes back in for another conversation Mm -hmm. with Matt and that pissed off the girls. And then she kind of started being disrespectful to uh, yeah. I'm trying to remember the name. Uh, Amber. It was Amber. Girl. Amber, and I think like it was to Amber, Kit. but there were two other girls sitting with her too that yeah, were like. Kit. I, I remember Kit was right there. Yes. And yep. she, and I, I can't remember exactly what Victoria said, but she was just like, you need to go and talk to him. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell I if she was really you. drunk or if she's just that annoying. Like, because the conversation she was having was just so out of line. Like, she literally was going up to every girl and was like, you need to go talk to him. Like, I feel bad if I talk to him for the third time because some girls haven't talked to him. It's like, why are you pushing those girls to talk to him? You should not right. want them to talk to him. Like the, the funny, well, we'll get to, I'll, I'll bring it up soon, but um, that she was getting extremely annoying. Uh, but then we uh, got a conversation with Matt and Bree and she began to really open up with him already on night one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was super open. Um, I feel like her, we got a good conversation with um, 
Sarah, Rachel. Um, he had, I thought the sweet tea little thing in the chalk with Kayla was yep. cute. Um, and then we saw him with Abigail, which I was totally like not expecting that moment, but he, they were, you know, she opened up, they were having a conversation and then he, you could tell in his face, he was like, I, like he wanted to kiss her. And then he leaned in and kissed oh. her, which is first night. You get a lot of bachelors that like, don't want to that first night because they're literally just meeting these girls. Yeah. And it's usually, it's usually the contestant that is going Ooh. in for the yep. kiss. And it was all mad. Yeah. And I like that's, she that's, looked like she was surprised. That's where I was like, whoa night one that's an instant connection you know right she might she might go far in this because just by matt being the one to initiate it yeah you could tell he was really um feeling something between her he thought she was absolutely he kept saying like she's stunning she's beautiful um he ended up giving her the first impression rose which Mm -hmm. i just like did not um i was just i thought it was amazing i was not like I said before, Bachelor has a specific frame that they follow. And I just did not think she was getting the first impression rose. I and I didn't. Nothing was better than when Matt got he one, he grabbed the yeah. first impression rose, walked by all the girls, and then like walked by the table with Victoria. And Victoria, I think Victoria said something uh before she was getting it. That she was definitely getting it. Yeah. And then I loved when he walked by her. And her face went blank. And that, that, that's just the best whenever someone's expecting it and then they don't get it. But yeah. Matt, Matt, this is where the Matt's starting to warm up on me is mm-hmm. when he's real with these girls and when, yeah. obviously we're going to see it soon, but when the relationship progresses. So I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for uh, the rest of Matt's season. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there was really anything else pretty memorable about the cocktail party. Um, I think, I thought it was funny that um, Kit called Victoria, she was like, Victoria's a queen, but I'm a king, I'm the CEO. I thought that was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we have the rose ceremony and Matt sends eight of the, is it 32, 38 girls? 32, yeah. Which is the most girls. in franchise history. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Um, so we had Alicia go on, which I actually was surprised by. Uh, she had an intro video, and I thought they gave a good amount of time on her outside the limo. And I was really surprised that she was sent home. She was the ballerina. Oh, right, right. And I, I liked her. I was surprised. Um, Corinne, I was not surprised about. I nope. um, had a feeling she was going home. Amani... Amber, Carolyn, uh, Sana, I think you say her name, Cassandra and Kimberly, which honestly, we didn't really talk about any of these girls. So that's how you can tell that they're, uh, they they just didn't make an impact at all. And what I was going to mention earlier, when we were talking about Victoria and how she said, you know, uh, have you guys talked to these guys? Have you talked to Matt? And they're all like, Mm -hmm. no. And all the girls that said, no were the ones that got sent home. Yeah. So like, if you're true. not going to, if you're not going to take an initiative on night one, you're going to get sent home. Right. Unless you're absolutely stunning. And I don't know, but yeah. you have, you have to go talk to night one. And we saw those yeah. who didn't got sent home. That's true. I don't think any of those girls, I remember sitting down with him. 
I think maybe the only one was like Alicia, um, maybe Amani, I think, but yeah, I don't remember. Or also they might've sat down with them. They just don't show it on camera Yeah, because they know we don't really care, I guess. Yeah. But that pretty much wraps up the episode. Let's uh, talk about the trailer. In, yeah. Yeah. In terms of, uh, what it happened in night one, but we see in the trailer, this is going to be a not rough season, but emotionally rough. It looks like for Matt, but we do see in the trailer that Heather from Colton season of the bachelor, the one who never had her first kiss, which I still don't believe. I know uh, she comes on to Matt's season and she wants to fight for his heart. So that is definitely going to be interesting and i have a feeling that this was all orchestrated by hannah mm-hmm. and a b just because her and heather are like best friends and she's also best friends with matt but it's definitely going to be interesting them sending a previous contestant onto the show which they have done in the past like becca was on an old season i don't remember becca from not sorry not becca kufrin becca jojo's friend she was oh, yeah. on past season and then she came back for Ben's season as well. But she, at the time, you didn't see all these like social media mixed relations, um, all these different friendships of actually people hanging out. So it's definitely different. But um, we see in the trailer that four new, four more girls show up. Heather mm-hmm. is one of those four. There also um, is a rumor that one of those girls is, I don't know if you would say an ex-girlfriend, but I guess she like when Tyler was dating Gigi, her and Matt like were seeing each other. I don't think they dated long, but I guess like there's photos of them at the the New York fashion show together when Tyler was there for Gigi. And so, which is kind of interesting that they would bring back an ex um Mm -hmm. and then of course like I think the Heather thing is really annoying because Heather is best friends with Hannah and if Heather ever wanted a chance with Matt she had it before he was on The Bachelor like all Mm -hmm. she had to do is be like Hannah like introduce me to your friend so I'm curious if she's really joining this just so she can like be back on TV and be relevant again but I definitely think there's gonna be a lot of drama in the show just by meeting the girls I can for sure tell um and I'm I'm really excited. I already have my like top four that I. I was just I was just about to ask if you had to pick a top four so far for well who you think will be in the final four for this season? Who do you think it'll be? Um, I think Bree is a front runner. Rachel, um, Abigail, I think will go far, yeah. and maybe. Hmm. Oh, you know, someone that we didn't mention, but I think, but I saw her in a lot of the trailer and that's why I think she goes far as Serena. She was in, what's it? Is that right? Yeah. Serena P. She is in a scene where she says, I'm falling for you on a one-on-one. And I, that Mm. is usually further down. So I think she'll also. Yeah, but you could also have said that about last season when the trailer showed Easy saying he's falling for Tasha and he got sent home like a eighth. That's I, true. I, think she's, I just think she's too young for Matt. She's 22. Yeah, I don't think she'll win, but I think she could easily be in four maybe. Or I would say Sarah. Maybe. I like I was going to say 
Sarah. So I think if I had to pick a final four, I would say, I would say Abigail. I'd say Brie as well. Um, I I would say Rachel. I think they had an instant connection. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm fighting between Piper and Sarah because I do think Piper could go far. Brendan uh, really liked her and got a good vibe from her, and I don't. Yeah. He, I just I didn't think anything of her. Yeah. Like, I did not I, like I, her, but I don't know. I just. I don't know. I guess I got good vibes from her in the first uh, episode. So I'm debating between her and Sarah. So I'll say a top five with Sarah yeah. Piper, Rachel, Brie, and Abigail. I'm definitely mm-hmm. certain on Brie. I think she's going to go far because she yeah. got a lot of ca- camera time yes. in the first episode. Yep. Um, however, our opinions may change once they bring four new girls on. Because, I mean, in Tasha's season, those four guys didn't the only two of the new guys lasted long, but they didn't make it that far. Yeah. Um, so who knows? I mean, we, out of, out of those four, it, one of them may be a finalist. So another question I have for you is, do you see any bachelor at prospects for out of this group? Cause I personally do not. Not yet. No. Um, I actually, if Rachel doesn't, she could maybe because she's she fits that bachelor bachelorette i mean um role but mm. maybe okay so sarah is a news broadcaster for an abc network so maybe but you're right i not yet i have to get to know them more see i don't think they're going to take the bachelorette from this group i still think they're going to pick hannah ann i know she's young but also she how last season ended with peter like i was su- yeah. not surprised they didn't put her as the last bachelor because she she was 23 but she would yeah. be 25 i think by the time they start filming the next bachelorette and th- that that's who i think could but I, I just don't know if i yeah. see anybody from this season other they could i mean they could go abigail they could like True. build up on her story um yeah. And I'm sure she's going to go far in this. Yeah. I don't really know who else because. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, but we'll see. But I'm excited for the rest of this season. And hopefully Matt can find love. And hopefully it's not within three episodes. So we don't have to go through Claire's whole thing again. Yeah, Uh, hopefully he he finds love because um, as of recent, there aren't many bachelor couples left that are together. They're all like, we lost two couples in the last week. And we have lost a lot of couples in these past few months. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is I read something that two of those couples or two couples aren't even engaged, but they're still together, which is Caitlin and Jason and dean and caitlin like they both couples never got engaged but they're all they're still together well also well actually yes they're engaged now it's raven and adam yeah they're engaged uh i mean there's a there's not as many as there was probably a year ago mm-hmm. as in terms of together but like colton and cassie broke up you had yeah. evan and carly Car- which i read apparently they have been broken up she hasn't been living together with him for 18 months like back when she was pregnant they had split in houses and it's just coming out now 
that I guess wow. they were like trying to work on it, but like they were, they haven't lived together for 18 months, which is a really long time. Yeah. But hey, but, at least yeah, Ashley and Jared are still together. I know. So, well, they, they, they got they, married. Yeah, they got married. Right? Yeah. They continue to talk about too having uh, kids soon. Yeah. So that'll definitely be interesting. I wonder if but, Peter will start dating another girl from the season. Oh, also to mention, which happened this week, actually, it, like you just said, Peter uh, and Kelly announced that they broke up. Yeah. Which I, honestly, I thought they were going to get engaged. So did I. Later. I did not see that coming. I definitely well, think actually, that was interesting. My investigator skills, like I had with Carly and Evan, I noticed that at the holidays, they didn't spend Christmas together. And at first I thought it was really weird. And then I was like, well, maybe it's because of COVID and they're like trying to keep separate, but they have mm-hmm. spent since the, literally people were mad because at the beginning of quarantine back in like March or whenever the season ended, they were already seen together and people were pissed because they were like, they're not social distancing. We're in the middle of a pandemic and they're spending time yeah. together. And so I just, then I was like, I feel like they would still have Christmas with each other's families. Like they've already intertwined families. But yes, mm-hmm. I'm very good at noticing. You can tell by someone's Instagram page and she over Christmas, like the whole month of December, she did not spend New Year's with him, Christmas, no holidays. I don't even think they spent Thanksgiving together. So they're dropping like not, flies. That means he, his whole timeline is just so one quick and messed up because he went from Hannah B to 30 girls to Hannah B to Hannah Ann to mm-hmm. or technically to Madison Madison dumped him to Hannah Ann Hannah dumped him and then back to Madison and then to only Kelly. one year it's ridiculous Nuts. Nuts. I was never a fan of Peter so I really hope that Matt lives up to his expectation and I know we need a good bachelor bachelor franchise back on track Yes, we had a great bachelorette. Now we need a good bachelor. And I think Matt will do that for us. I think so as well. But that wraps up everything here on After the Final Rose with Alana and Dante. If you don't already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at ATFR underscore podcast, as well as Spotify. Uh, you make sure Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, other podcast streaming platforms, as well as our YouTube channel where you can watch the podcast videos live. Uh, and make sure to like and follow all those so you're notified whenever we post a new podcast or video. Uh, so yeah, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week for week two of Matt's season of The Bachelor. Heck yeah, I can't wait.